Welcome to the Ramblers with Dave Ramsey. A cornucopia of bespoke current events, jokes infused with travel tidbits. Storyteller, rambler, actor, writer, filmmaker. Big deal, heartbreaker. Big in China, medium size in America. Growing up in Asia, Ni Hao Ma, Warsher Nita Lao Shur, and diatribes regarding the military industrial complex and how the fatter the president, the worse off the country most likely is. This is not a safe place for you ramblers, Hippocratic, Democratic, Republican, Libertarian, or otherwise. We do, however, welcome the uninformed and the misguided. This is a safe place for you. Let's ramble. Welcome to the Ramblers. Welcome to the Ramblers, everybody. This is Dave Ramsey at the Ramblers Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be posting more there. Please follow. Today's episode is a little bit more political. We're doing a little bit more Olivia Newton-John. Let's get political, political. I'm going to put some music over there, probably that song, not really. Some other beat, you know, you're going to like it, whatever the case. So it is going to be some humorous jokes and asides as we get to the bottom of why Republicans, the Christian Republicans, because there are many Republicans that say they believe in God and guns, but really it's just God and guns and more like guns. The G's, and possibly golfing. Not a lot of God. But the God Republicans, as they call them, the Christian evangelicals who seem to dictate a lot of what happens in this country on many levels, but also come across as very hypocritical. And, you know, that is an upbringing that many of us share. So I think we're going to kind of delve into that and find out why they would be so afraid to have Mike Pence as uh, president as opposed to vice president. Go into that in a humorous, uh, kind of jokey way. Talk a little bit about uh, global warming, because I think that's also odd, too, how many conservative Christians of that nature, which, you know, is also um, my upbringing, was kind of at the time when the environment was considered, I'm not exactly sure, cold maybe. <laughs> It wasn't that hot yet, is what I'm saying. I'm a little older than what you guys think, most likely. You know, that Dave Ramsey? I'm not as old as that Dave Ramsey. Also have a full head of hair, gorgeous, beautiful blue eyes. They call me Old Blue Eyes, and that's not from Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Nobody's ever called me that. I have been, you know, when some of the acting that I've done, some people talk about my baby blues. Speaking of acting... Can you guys believe that 103, Kirk Douglas passed away. He was 103 years old. That's insane. We're going to be talking about a number of different things, and I do find it interesting how Mitt Romney kind of stood up with an impeachment aspect, and he's actually a Mormon, which many conservative Christians and many of you liberals who don't know anything about church <laughs> would not understand the difference between Mormonism and Christianity, but man, it is complicated. Under the Banner of Heaven by John, by John Krakow, Krakauer. If I could speak English, that'd be great, but mainly Under the Banner of Heaven by John Krakauer, I highly recommend about the formation of the uh, Mormon church. Very interesting. But also I do find uh, their religion very confusing and new. I do appreciate the honesty of many of the Mormon people, the ones who are in politics anyway, the ones living in ranches in West Texas, I don't know about that, that's a different story. I think their name is Jeffers too, which we're going to talk about today. I am going to talk to uh, Jackie Brown, who we've done some video production uh, projects together, 
And we, I'm going to discuss with her a little bit about things in regards to the Mike Pence situation and impeachment. It's just all about perspective sometimes, you know, even with uh, certain halftime shows where women are half naked, there's always cheerleaders on the sideline. And again, it's about perspective. I have a friend in Norway, and uh, I learned this story one time while visiting Norway when my friend's mom said that I think in the mid-90s, all the Norwegian women were going topless, and it was considered standard. And then uh, she never felt comfortable being topless, possibly because she was a mother or who knows what the situation was. But as things began to change, women started wearing their tops again. But there was a window of a couple of years, to my understanding, in the 90s in Norway, when in the summer, women would be wearing uh, bikinis and take, take their tops off on a regular basis. And as they were taking their tops off, she actually started to feel uncomfortable by not having her top off as well. So it's all about perspective. And this is a fairly uh, conservative uh, Christian person I'm talking about too, actually. <laughs> but it's all about perspective on your upbringing and your background and where you come from and how you view different things. And I think that's something to keep in mind as we talk about a number of different aspects here. This episode of The Ramblers, a little bit more political than normal. So uh, I don't know what to tell you about that, but it's going to happen from time to time. Once again, this is Dave Ramblers with The Ramblers. Uh, follow us, please and give us feedback, because we always like that. Thanks. Speaking of Norway, in Norway, it's very hot right now, and normally it should be very cold because it's winter time. But no, it's very hot. Welcome to Norway, where it's too hot for the glaciers, and they're melting, and our little polar bears are not coming to play with us anymore. Poor polar bears. But for real. Global warming is a thing. You guys got to get behind it. You don't understand because it's really hot right now. <laughs> like, it's a beautiful day in the winter times. It's a beautiful day in all summery and nice. And every winter I've noticed, which I spend in the Pacific Northwest, I spend every Christmas and sometimes different times throughout the year, but every winter has been less and less. Less snow, less blizzards, and things like that. And I don't understand why people are so afraid to admit that global warming is a thing. It's not a debate. The world is getting hotter. The debate can be, although fairly ridiculous, are humans causing it or not? And I think the question that you need to ask yourself is follow the money. Who is saying that it's caused just by normal earth changes at the beginning of the industrial revolution to now it's only gotten warmer and warmer and warmer and in the last 20 30 years it's only gotten warmer and i don't understand why you people you people who don't believe in global warming or think that it's not caused by fossil fuels burning throughout the earth which would make sense you're all for the most part some version of some sort of person who believes in Christianity to a degree. And I say to a degree because I feel like it's more of a, just a tribal type situation tied to a politicalization of a religion, of a belief system, which is really sad and depressing. And you shouldn't tie yourself to any tribe. You should be your own independent tribe. But at the same time, what we're looking at now is the world ending and we're all going to die. And that's true. I mean, no big deal. I think you just kind of have to believe it. And, and everyone just wants to 
be afraid of that. But I think it's there's you should I think you should take some solace and the freedom in it too. I mean, we're destroying the earth, and no matter what you believe, many uh, belief systems have some sort of end of times type situation going on. I mean, fires are raging throughout the world more and more, and that has been predicted in many uh, books, many written many years ago. Some might say prophesied. So if you think global warming is not caused by humans, you should do a little research into what humans do. Humans like to destroy things and be very greedy. And I understand why. You want to protect yourself and protect the people around you. And everyone else, as the zombies are coming, you're going to shoot them because there's no room in the bunker. I get it. It's understandable. But I think you should realize that it's the likes of the oil industry that is paying a lot of money to people, quote-unquote scientists, and also politicians, to keep regulations and things nice and smooth for them. And they don't, Exxon doesn't pay taxes, gets massive tax breaks and subsidies to support their industry. And why they need it, I don't know. But that's what happens. And the common man who makes like under 100k a year is the one who's all defending the oil companies, which I always find very fascinating. Because the rich cats who work in the oil industry don't sit back and don't anything. It's the, it's the commoners that do all the heavy lifting for them, um, metaphorically speaking. But that's always the case. That's who goes to war and also defends the actions and or atrocities of the ruling class. Rise up, proletariat. Rise up. Just kidding. But I do think you should realize where this comes from. Because some of my uh, super liberal friends don't understand the conservative, quote-unquote, Christian people. And a lot of the conservative Christian people do not understand the liberal side. At the end of the day, it's two extremes that reach back around and meet each other. If you're far left or you're far right and you have the inability to understand in any capacity what other people are thinking and why they hold those viewpoints, then you have a problem. And you need to understand a little bit. I understand why people voted for Trump. I don't like it. I don't like him. But I understand a lot of the reasons as to why. Why they continue to support him, I do not understand when I think Mike Pence would fit a lot better into what their worldview is. And me and liberal icon, or maybe he was not a liberal icon anymore, Bill Maher would say the same thing. I just don't get it. I mean, I'm pretty sure Mike Pence has never slept with a porn star or paid a porn star off or paid a Miss Teen USA pageant person off. Or, I mean, Russia probably has dirt on him, but I think he might just, you know, ignore them. What kind of dirt would they have on Mike Pence? I get that he's, you know, the the whole anti-homosexual thing that he was doing in Indiana yeah, sure, that's very troubling, trying to like uh, force people uh, who have independent free will against what they should do. That's not a very American uh, or any type of viewpoint that anyone should hold unless they're hurting or damaging other people. And, you know, you could make that argument, I guess, if you really wanted to do a lot of circular reasoning, go in numerous circles. Let's stay away from Circles Hill. We keep it square, yo. We're straight up, straight edge, square. Not gay, very straight. <laughs> At the end of the day, it is insanely getting warmer. Norway recorded one of its hottest winter days recently. 
and y'all are all just dancing around like, oh, but it was cold once a few weeks ago, and that didn't seem normal. Well, that's because there's variations in the way the climate works. And yes, okay, let's say we're going into a warming trend. Well, we should probably do something about it one way or another. One thing we could do is possibly move... Oh, and can I just speak now about Tesla? Because uh, Tesla is pretty terrible. It takes more energy to create all the batteries than it does to, like, fuel and create five cars, gas-powered cars. Of course, you have to burn something to get electricity, unless we're just moving totally to solar power and wind power. But windmills cause cancer, which is not true and ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God, people are stupid. Why am I even doing this? No one's going to be convinced otherwise one way or the other. There's no convincing people. I don't know how to convince people. I consider myself to have an open mind. I know I have an open mind. But I'm also, I'm an independent I'm more of a libertarian. I eat carrots all the time, so what do I know? Do I have 20-20 vision? Yes, I have 20-20 vision. Of course I do. On this episode of Jackie Brown Feedback, this is what we're going to hear. Hello? Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. What, what are you doing? Man, I'm loosey goosey. I'm in my bathrobe. Wow. Time to get comfortable. Just, yeah, uh, I thought. So, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm recording this. So we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I thought it would be more funny and natural, and it was, but you're just too funny and too. Oh, hello, Jackie. How are you doing today? Oh, hello. Oh, Oh my God. So, Jackie, it's uh, Jackie Brown feedback time. Really need to get you an an intro song. So, so Jackie, you've been to church for, yeah, yeah, Jackie, you've been to church for a a couple times. What do you think it is as to why (laughs) the... Why uh, conservative Christians support Donald Trump so much, and they are afraid of him disappearing? Uh, because what's wrong with Mike Pence? Other than I understand why liberals don't like him, because you know he tries to lock up gays or something with gays in Indiana. Like who cares? Are there any gays in Indi- Indiana anyway? You know what I'm saying? Oh it's such a tiny <laughs> place. There's no gays in Indiana. So. so God wasn't, yeah, God didn't, God wasn't in control of the earth when Obama was president. He, God, God, he, didn't God took Obama. a, God took an eight year break but, of leading America. He was the devil. Nobody likes Hillary. I don't. Nobody likes Hillary. Okay. All right. All right. So Mike Pence. 
I just think they want to be able to, like, continue rubbing in people's face that Trump is their president. And so they would look defeated if they had to substitute it for Pence. But I think they probably would support him, too. Exactly. And I honestly... I don't think anyone's freaking out about Trump getting impeached because of Pence. I think they just don't want to, like, take the L and not have Donald Trump in there anymore because they think that God chose him. Well, God chose Donald Trump, so God chose Mike Pence. God, oh God, who are you going to choose? We'll have to wait and see until November. You know, sometimes it's okay to be a little funny from time to time, isn't it? You know, a little funny. Not funny queer, funny haha, but just funny in general. I don't know. It's okay to be serious is the point I'm getting at from time to time. Um, why can't they coexist? Why do they have to be independent? Compart, compart, why do they have to be compartmentalized? Anyway, thanks for rambling, ramblers. We've covered sex, drugs, rock and roll. Well, mainly kind of the overall aversion to Mike Pence. But keep in mind, he's just another human being at the whim of our carnal desires, just like you and me. And oftentimes, we're just animals pursuing the lowest common denominator. I've written and spoken about the LCD nature of humanity for over 20 years now or so. It has always been in existence, but the baby boomers have codified it as a way forward for Americana. Trump, you know, he's an extension of this and a pallbearer for democracy. Free speech in the republic for which it falls and is falling. Standing up to tyranny is the only option. Many baby boomers enjoy the unmitigated and unchecked power Trump and other Republicans have now. They don't seem to have an ability to see into the future where the other side or anyone else maybe might be in power. So where are we? I feel like we are in a mad descent into a third world republic where there is no middle class and the ruling elites build walls around their mansions and keep out the troublesome masses. Kind of like many banana republics. We are already like Brazil and Mexico maybe? Who knows? In many ways, I think we are. We have mansions alongside slums and a crumbling infrastructure with bridges that are not up to code and can fall at any minute, whereas money is spent on vanity projects and endless wars, and walls for that matter. But the lowest common denominators enjoy, celebrate, and tolerate Trump's debasement. He's friends with Jeffrey Epstein. You can, he can be heard on a recording talking about pursuing a 10-year-old girl in a few years, quote-unquote. It's all forgivable in their eyes. Because Trump is theirs. He owns it. He's on their side. It's all very polarized and tribalistic. The actions of the LCDs is, was, and always will be genetic. This can be viewed through a spiritual prism as well. Either way, you can say nurture, nature versus nurture. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Trump's grandfather was a draft dodger who made his fortune chasing Yukon gold and ended up running brothels. His father parlayed that into being a slumlord millionaire. Even Woody Guthrie wrote a song about their actions in the 70s. But Trump connects on a very base level. We do need a third party, but in the meantime, what do Democrats have as their lowest common denominator? What ties them all together? What would unite their base? Ponder on that a little bit. Is it Joaquin Phoenix and his sanctimonious babbling about cow's milk? Or maybe voting rights for prisoners? No. Antarctica recently had its warmest temp ever recorded, but climate change will not unite anyone. Besides, every good liberal thinks Canada, Norway, or Sweden will accept them with open arms because of their shared hatred of Trump. They'll just come running and let them in. They don't want Americans as much as Trump wants blonde-haired, blue-eyed Norwegians in America. Trust me, I've tried. Norway don't play. 
Norway now takes real refugees as opposed to ideological refugees who refuse to fight for anything, like most Democrats for that matter. The lowest common denominators of hating Trump will not be adequate to beat Trump. His base will lie, cheat, and steal to get more anti-abortion judges on the bench. You would think they would have enough for the religious right at this point. But the power brokers that be will never fully allow Roe versus Wade to be overturned because they would lose the impetus and the never-ending fuel for their power. Their policies and hypocritical religious shame keep abortions happening. Limiting access to birth control and the exorbitant cost keeps the unfortunate option of abortion more on the table than ever. In a country where the unborn life is supposedly so important, it's fascinatingly disturbing how expensive it is to bring life into the world and sustain that life in this country, especially if that life is the product of a lower class union. Paid maternity leave and paternity leave would be a nice requirement. In other countries, including Norway once again, they pay for you to have a child, as well as every month until the child is 18. Seems like some simple incentives could be in play other than the Faustian bargain of Trump barreling toward a dictatorship. Why can't we be more humane humans instead of animalistic humans? If doing unto others as we'd have them do unto us is what we believe in, then we have a long way to go from our tribal partisanship. You can decide if it's genetic or an indicative of a bigger spiritual problem from whence there is no return, or is it just politics or just boys being boys as usual? Oh, the locker room talk, right? Usually that's the talk that you grow out of when you actually leave the locker room. Despite having cheerleaders who are former wrestling coaches who cover up child molestations, Trump will most likely win. And if he loses, he won't go away easily and claim someone or the deep state hacked the elections. Trump is the inflamed goiter that is permanently affixed to the Statue of Liberty's neck with a sign tied around her stumbling feet that reads, Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning for breath, etc., etc., so I can teach them how to not abort children, but lock those kids up in cages and then send them back to their future former Americas from whence they came. This is not very inspiring. The Democrats need to find their inspiration, like the Republicans have in fear with a side of fear of abortion and immigration. If not, the jingoistic rallies that resemble the rallies of like-minded Germans of yesteryear will continue. Why don't we stop being animals that separate children from their parents, and why don't we try to see the humanity in humans all around us, and even the ones we disagree with online? That'd be an interesting concept. Do unto others as they do in Norway, I guess you could say. Politics aside, next week we're talking about the coronavirus, and we're not making any jokes about Asians or corona, but we're going to highlight the racism, but in a very comical way that people will enjoy and maybe relate to and open their mind about how other people might think might think, or might help view things. You should give it a try sometimes. It doesn't hurt, I promise. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at The Ramblers, and I'm posting a written version of this piece on Medium. And that is Medium, like Medium, the blog posting site. And it's David Ramsey-ish. That's me. You can find me at David Ramsey-ish. Why is it Dave Ramsey-ish? I don't know, because it was like Dave Ramsey comedy-ish before, but now it's just Dave Ramsey-ish. Anyway, at Dave Ramsey-ish on Medium, at The Ramblers Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Talk to us. Let's have an open mind in a conversation. Take care. God bless.